Hey there, folks. Episode number 86 of the Uticast. Welcome back. We are happy to once again uh, be joined by our returning two-time club member, Jordan Peters of the Boilermaker, uh, as we get ready for some upcoming events and prepare ourselves for Boilermaker number 40. Uh, Also this week, in our saddest news, we bid a fond farewell to our good, good friend Mara as she makes her way to Florida. All that and more on this week's episode of the Uticast. We're happy to have you back, folks. seconds you're already just it's the sound effects it's like ron burgundy-ish i think it's just in everybody's nature to just make weird noises yeah. about to go live. uh welcome back folks uh i am sam familiar your host joined by my co-host kevin sullivan uh kevin what's going on man another cold monday it's really cold it is really cold it's cold in here it's very cold in this room i didn't realize like now i'm sitting in here and just getting started like trying to get the podcast muscle flexing yeah i got it it's fair it's fair uh i I'll say this. Uh, I, As a guy who works for the school department, education department, wherever you want to say it, uh, I live on that snow day thing, right? I live with like the world of, like, you get so many snow days and then you can't have any more. Yeah. There's only, like, one current snow day left in Utica City School District. So even though I knew it was terrible last night... How many do they get? I want to say you get about five. Oh, uh, by the way, of course, Mr. Made Utica, Justin Parkinson is here joining us for segment one today. I thought my lead-in was Kevin's coldness. <laughs> that is why. <laughs> that is why it feels so yeah. grim down here. Bringing the yeah. chill. I think it is. It's like that returning. <laughs> well, uh, Parkinson, I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're back. First off, welcome back from your your two week stint in Utah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Glad to be back. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so I won't. I won't let you ramble on and on about it because you certainly could if I let you. But give me one one thing you liked about Utah and one thing you didn't like about Utah. Uh, free revivalist concert just in the middle of downtown was pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. The kickoff ski championships for moguls and aerials, so that was cool. <clears throat> oh, um, the, worst, the ski life. Yeah, no, well, I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't watch. I watched the revivalist. I didn't go to the championships or anything. I don't have to ski here. You nuts. <laughs> have you ever seen Better Off Dead? That could have been you. Have you seen Imagine Me on Aerials? Oh no, no. <laughs> and then uh, the worst thing was the beer. The beer laws are all weird. That's it's very. Oh yeah, you were talking about that. That, that Everything's... was the worst thing. Getting drunk in Utah is so hard and expensive. Yeah, I don't understand how that works. Everything's like three. What does it max out at? Yeah, at bars, any beer on draft is three point two all the way across the board, and three point two ABV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then liquor is poured on a clicker basis, so you get one click and it registers automatically. The clickers, yeah. yeah. So it go, but that gets a report run every single night, so they can't be pouring free drinks or doing double shots. And you also can't buy two beers at one time. You have to get mm. just one. So you want to get this is what you want to do: buy a bottle from the place, pour it into a cup. That's full strength. It's very weird. I'm sure this was all beautiful. The Mormons have got a stranglehold out there. (laughs) They really do. Sounds kind of square, i got to tell you the truth. Run for local office. Everywhere you live. You live in Utah, run for local (laughs) office. (laughs) Uh, So, guys, it's only been a few weeks since I did uh, did this, but I had another awkward moment with Sam today. Do you guys want to hear about it? Sure. All right, so we did... Did you just do third person? I did do third person for a second. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So, as I was mentioning... uh, because we only had one snow day left for Utica City School Districts, I believe we get five per year, uh, I sort of knew that there was not going to be a snow day today. Just because I know they didn't want to burn that last snow day, and I knew that 
There's it's, no reason for it. If there's time for the plows to get out there, they don't need to give you the snow day. Uh, that's exactly. So we got a two-hour delay is what I got this morning, which is like a... That's not bad. It's actually better. I prefer a two-hour delay. than Because you know why? It doesn't count as a snow day, but you still sort of... Here's the thing. and The they, time doesn't build up, though? Like, three two-hour delays doesn't work I don't think that day. works that way. No, no, it doesn't work that way. I'm dropping two-hour delays um, every day. <laughs> so anyhow, so I'm, so I'm sort of waking up this morning. is nice. Uh, you know, took a little bit longer to get ready. A little breakfast. Uh, so I go out to start scraping out the car to get ready to go. I got about 35 minutes to get to work. Now, much like every driveway in this neighborhood, big giant, you know, uh, <laughs> snow, <laughs> snow banks on the side, right? Nowhere to go. And then parked in front of our driveway, directly in front of our driveway, blocking 80% of it, is a rotor rooter truck. Like, totally ca- caved oh, I off. I saw that truck this morning. <laughs> just out in front of our driveway, on the wrong side of the street, facing the wrong direction, covering 75% of our driveway. And I stand out there, and I look at it, and I'm like, hmm, this is uh, nobody in the Rotorua van. It's just <laughs> here, just blocked in. And I'm like, well, I don't think I can drive through this snowplow, so I'm going to have to figure the snow, like, snow bank, so I'm going to have to figure out what I'm going to need to do here. <laughs> so I'm, like, out there this morning. I got the car on. I'm scraping it off. I'm trying to be really, like, loud and obvious, hoping that the Rotorooter guy comes out. So this guy comes out of the house next door, finally, a couple minutes afterwards. He's like, oh, I'll move, I'll move in a second. Okay, I go, okay. He left that thing there for, like, ten more minutes. <laughs> and so now I'm like, you just, I got to, I got to, I got to go. Can you, can you just move this thing here? And he's, like, loading heavy equipment out into the, like, by himself, too, as a cold. pull up a little bit is all you I don't understand. I didn't get it. I was like, why did you think that this was okay? Like, I understand that my car was parked there, and it was, like, probably 9 o'clock. So if you see somebody parked there at 9 o'clock, you assume they're not going anywhere yeah. at that point in time. But yeah. still, it was a very awkward social cue I had uh, with this gentleman today. Classic, classic Familaro awkward moments. You should have just told him, buddy, you got to move the truck. You gotta go. You gotta stay in front of like, sorry, I need to move that truck right now. I have to go Just to work. start beeping yeah. your horn over and over. You don't so, have like, to be the aggressive. Actually, get against oh, so the, the neighbors are yeah, yeah, yeah. public shaming. <laughs> Let this guy know. Hey, good good segue. Speaking of public shaming, after we picked you up from the airport in Utah and had uh, from Utah on Thursday, uh, was it Friday, uh, Saturday? Uh, we didn't just come back to Utica after we picked you up from Albany. We attended a, a live event. Uh, at the Washington Square Armory in yep. Albany, uh, NXT Wrestling Live. Yep. Um, before I get into our story, what did you guys think of NXT Live? Real quick, first thoughts. It was great. It was. Uh, it's awesome to go see live, man. It's a whole different thing, and like everybody who's there is so into it, and you can't help but sort of be swept up. And mm-hmm. it was a really good time. It was a nice venue for it too. I like all the old armories. Uh, Rochester's got a really nice one too, mm-hmm. where uh, they've just got like it's an old armory building with the rafters and stuff. It's a cool place. To oh be. yeah, yeah, great. I'd say it was. Glorious. It was glorious. That's fair. <laughs> yes. That's what I was there for. <laughs> I got fun. to see what I wanted. I mean, I can't complain <laughs> when you go for one thing, you get it. It's great. So entertained. <laughs> oh, but before we went to NXT, I wanted to share with you folks a quick story of how uh, Kevin, Justin, and I had to uh, partake in the social contract uh, yeah. of life. And thank God being... we did, though, because Armory was booze free. Yeah, so <laughs> it was booze free. Even like... Yeah, so Armory, uh, Armory, the Armory, Washington Square Armory is a uh, dry facility. You can't buy booze in there. Uh, so we were there for a three-hour sporting Thanks. event. I'd just like to thank the EDM kids. Thank you guys for that. <laughs> for ruining that. Appreci- for appreciate that. Thanks. And they trick you because there's a big sign that says domestics $5. Yeah. Domestics uh, 5 imported 6 You get up there, it's domestic and imported. Oh, they make you wait in soda. line. Get up there, they got mellow beer, yellow. And then once you realize they don't have beer, you're like, oh, man, well, give me a soda and a... 
Twizzler, I yeah, guess. Yeah, slice of pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was uh, sat in line for 20 minutes. Might as well buy something. So, you know, we um, we had about an hour to kill before we went to the show. So we're roaming around the streets of Albany. And instead of going to Lark Street, which probably would have been the move, we were like, let's just walk up the street from the venue. And, and see go to the first bar that we see. First bar we find, right? Yeah. Now, we walked up about two blocks farther than I expected. Didn't really see any any bars open, which was kind of surprising. A lot of corner stores. A lot of corner stores. Uh, so... I think it was you, Justin, who's like, why don't we just go over to this bar? Or who, I don't know who said it. There's a bar called Rocks. Shout out to the good folks at Rocks, yeah, Rocks. for hooking us up. Now, yeah, beer signs in the window. It looked like Beer signs you know, in the window. It was open. We really didn't give it much thought. <laughs> and it wasn't until uh, we opened the door and Kevin and Justin walked in and I looked at the chrome door and I said, I wonder if this is a gay bar. And sure and sure and shit it was. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we had to partake in the social contract with these these fine gentlemen at this establishment was we had to walk in and realize that we just walked into a gay bar. But, you know, we're not going to leave because why would we? We're not offended by any exactly. of this because we're good liberals, right? Yes. So it's like, all right, now we have to partake in the social uh, contract. <laughs> no, well, go ahead. Well, no, yeah. I mean, it's not even like, oh, I... You don't think it was... Look, I'm just saying... I have a, you can, if you walk in and then you instantly walk out, like regardless of if it's not your scene, it's not exactly. your place, that would be sending a message where it's, you know what I mean? Like you yeah. can't really, like yeah. you can't just walk out, you're in there, <laughs> yeah. and I feel like it would be worse to walk out with one of those Exactly. Things. Look, man, I've been, and it by be, the way. Equally, though, it would be worse for them to look at you and being like, what the hell are you doing here as well? And it wasn't the case whatsoever. <laughs> but I think know? that was the moment that we walked in. Yeah. We, we walked in, not really giving it much thought. They, you know, we walk in, we go, oh. This is a gay bar. Yeah. They looked at us and they must have known for a fact oh, yeah. that we it had walked in the wrong. All the time. It must happen all the time, right? Well, I mean, to, to you know, to pull the lid off of it and reveal it to people who don't know, gay bars are just regular bars. Yes, it's true. Just, just regular bars. Like it's no <laughs> different. Someone asked me what did it look like. I was like O'Donnell's. It's not that different. Like that's. <laughs> so I felt so, like I was at. No, but I, mean, I think we handled it well because if we had just walked in and said, "Oh, we didn't mean to walk into this bar," that would have been like weird, right? Yeah. It was better off. Yeah, like, yeah, let's just stay and hang out, and we did, and it was very chill. Well, we weren't going to sit and, like, we were looking. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Also, we, the beers were cheap. Yeah. Can we talk about how cheap the beers were? <laughs> it's PBR. That's why. Oh, is that that's what it was? PBR. Cheap PBRs. So, hey, shout out to the folks at Rocks for uh, giving us a warm place to drink up before the show where we couldn't get any more beers. They really, they, they bailed us out. Affordable, affordable beers. Great <laughs> and we And we partook in the social contract like good people, and everything was fine. That's right, folks. We can all be friends with everybody. Nothing happened. Parkinson wasn't weird. He didn't make a scene. Why would I? If make any, a scene everywhere. If everyone was going to make a scene anywhere we go, well, I was, was just hoping it was that be I you. wasn't going to be See, you make a scene. I'm, see, I thought this was a segment of no judgment. You made a scene in children's And I'm getting it thrown at me. <laughs> Justin, listen, um, I'm happy that you're back. It's nice to have you back from Utah. Uh, I give it about three days before I wish that you were gone again. Just want you to know that. Good. <laughs> Two days too long. <laughs> Welcome back, buddy. It's good to have yeah, you back. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, let's, uh, let's take a break. We have two segments left with Mara before she heads out to Florida, so we better make them some good ones, no? No. <laughs> no, screw it. Bad segments. Kevin and I are very clearly sad, yeah, somber, very sad. and crying 
<laughs> broken up with anguish, and you couldn't be more excited to leave. Well, I'm not excited to leave. I'm excited to record this. <laughs> so you can leave afterwards. No, yeah. no. I'm staying for a minute, so like a hot minute. I like how this. we got like a foot and a half of snow outside. It's very cold, and you're wearing a sundress. You're just committed to the lifestyle. You're like, nope, I'm ready. It's time. <laughs> I'm, if, there's only snow outside if I believe there's snow outside. That's fair. Are you so you're packed and ready to go? You could go right now if you want. Oh, to. I've been packed for like a minute. Yeah, I've been living out of like a suitcase for a while. So. Even before this, before yeah. you decided to move to Florida. Well, yeah, I've yeah. been living out of a suitcase for about <laughs> twenty four years. Uh, it's been tough, uh, but that's how I live. Well, we'll get into a little bit more into your uh, your your trip to Florida in the last segment. I have some special exit stuff for Ooh, you. Yeah. Uh, but for now, let's get into the stories we do have this week. Um, oh, you mean we're not going to talk about me the whole time? Later on, we will. Oh. The second half is pretty you heavy. Okay, so. I thought. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> so guys, that's fair. guys, before we get into uh, before we get into the news stories this week, uh, I had to do something I haven't done in a long time before. Get a haircut. Well, I got a haircut too. It looks great. It looks so. You good. can't see it on the radio, but it looks great. It looks great. Um, I had to go to a science fair, a, high, a middle school science fair slash high school science fair this week. Why didn't I get invited? Uh, well, it was very professional. I was only there because I have professional capabilities. Wow. Right? Yeah. Whoa. It was Sending not a, a message. Whoa. I'm not going to say anything, but I've watched all the Bill Nye episodes, so Yo. say what you want. But. Um, well, I, it got me thinking, because I have not been to a science fair in a really, not probably since the last time I was in the science fair, which was when I was younger, like at Donovan Middle School, right? Oh, God. Uh, with, like, the trifold boards that everyone has. So I got a good, I got a good kick in nostalgia walking around the science fair. So I wanted to ask you guys... Uh, did you guys ever participate in the science fair, and how did you do if you did? No, I wasn't good at science till I got to high school. Um, I was the one that like painted the styrofoam balls and put some like popsicle sticks, and I was like, "It's the universe." That's a good one. <laughs> well, the solar system. See, that's how good I am at science. I don't even know what I'm saying. I feel like I was in science fairs when I was a kid. There were definitely things like that, but I don't remember them being competitive the way they are on TV, where it's like you just won the science fair. It's just yeah. like. Hey, here's everybody in the auditorium with a bunch of stuff, and our parents are here, and they've got, like, cookies and fruit punch. They make, like, robots now. It's pretty impressive now. Like, I'll get into that in just a second. I will say, I did win some, quote-unquote, medals at the science fair. All Yeah, yeah, they gave us medals and stuff based on, like, comp, like um, so you'd have different, like, categories, right? Your science, like, biology category, chemistry category, like, pop science. That's what I always do, right? Like, popular, like, science stuff, which was basically, like, um... <laughs> I used, like, five different types of water to grow bean plants to see which type of water made There's the plants. more than one kind of water? Yeah, like, regular, like, uh, spring water, distilled water, tap water, spring water. Oh, like, wow. Spring water again. Whatever, you know. <laughs> more I had, like, water, five spring different kinds. Water. Oh, tonic water. That was the one I used. And just Autumn burning. water. Yeah. Wow. Winter water. Uh, I, I got a gold medal for that one. Um, That's impressive. But yeah, and I'll say this though, because I remember a lot of mine being pretty flaky, like, which cereal gets soggy fast as milk? Right? I made a seismometer out of a cereal box so you could tell when earthquakes were coming to upstate New York, which they never came. Spoiler You're alert. You're too smart. You're too stupid. These were all things that, no, my mom was a first grade teacher. She knew lots of stuff like oh, this. Cheater. She was helpful. I'm not a cheater. You take You're advantage. Cheater. He's definitely cheating. You could always tell which kids at the science fair when you were young cheated because yeah. they come in with like some graduate level like <laughs> research and yeah. things about, oh yeah, we're going to talk about, you know, gravitational waves. Here we are. And you're just like, yeah, I bet your dad. <laughs> bet your dad had something to do with your presentation here. At a certain level, right, at this middle school level, what you get is two sides of the coin. You get one side, which is like the most low level, low brow. Like I saw one where the kid didn't even do the experiment. They showed a video of the experiment on their laptop that someone up. else did. Technology. And just stood by it and like watched the video. I get like that. you're not going to win anything, my friend, because you don't have any showmanship. Mm-hmm. And then the other side, one of the one of the kids who won, hers was, they did like, 
they basically tried to figure out if kids who were being cyberbullied are more depressed than normal kids. And they had like this really very intricate like process and like questionnaire. Oh, they had like deep. 50. And that was the thing. I was like, damn, kid, like look at you being like. Seems like all you really got to do is just lean in close to the mic one time. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. More than likely. Uh, well, no, good. People good. who live outside colder than those who don't. <laughs> yeah, generally. <laughs> well, hey, man, Where you know, I'm glad to, I, I enjoyed the science fair. Shout out to all my, my students who did real well. Good Aww. for them. Yeah, good for them. Uh, so, guys, did you know that last night was the Grammys? Is the first question. No. Yes, because you told me. Yes. All right. Uh, so we're gonna hit a couple quick Grammy points. Now, I wanna, I wanna, before we hit the points, I wanna hit. We need to state the obvious. Yes, the Grammys are out of touch, and everyone's going to complain that Grammys don't mean anything and the awards don't mean anything. Do we all agree on that? I think those people have become even worse now. Everybody knows Oh, you that. think so? And everybody knows that everybody knows that. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. never really got into award shows. The Grammy truthers, you mean? Like... It's like the people who are like, listen, I know it's the Grammys. You're still talking about it. You watch this. So settle down. Good point. Get off your horse. Watch well, your Grammys if you want to watch them. We didn't actually watch them. We watched wrestling. So it wasn't like we didn't choose. I would have watched them if there was no wrestling. Yeah, so who are we to say? Who are we to say? <laughs> uh, but I have a couple of things that I, I did review some of it today, and I have a couple points I wanted to make. Number one, I find it weird that as a guy who grew up loving Blink-182 and Weezer and thinking like, man, these bands are so great. How come no one gets them? That both Weezer and Blink-182 were up for, like, rock album of the year this year for really? albums I didn't really listen to. It's oh. kind of a weird circle around, right? Like, I don't know how I felt about their albums this year, but okay. They're both, I mean... It's not their best work. They're all coasting on nostalgia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I'll, there's, I'll go to bat for, like, two to three albums heavily of each of those bands. Maybe a couple more with Blink, actually, yeah. but... I mean, at this point, like, I listened to that Blink-182 album, um, the one that came out when they got the new guy... It was good. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Like I was driving around. It was a sunny up. day. Windows were down. I was having a fine time. I wasn't like, oh my god, turn this off. But I don't. It doesn't have the. It's not what it used to be. Yeah. And Weezer. I can't. I can't do Weezer right Ooh, now. Don't even get me started. <laughs> I really do. Um, there, there was less protest at the Grammys yesterday than people generally expected. I Nobody think. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Although there was the the best performance that had a protest vibe. Obviously, was the Tribe Called Quest one featuring Buster Rhymes and Alexander Pack, which I didn't see yet. Anderson uh, Pack. Anderson Pack. Is that what it is? Yes. I, I'm not hip to the music of today. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, shout out to Buster Rhymes for giving Donald Trump the best new nickname we've heard. Longtime listener of the show, Buster Rhymes. Yeah, uh, he he referred to him as President Agent Orange like three times, which is a really Aww, intense, brutal nickname. It's nice to see Buster back out there after all those years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, flip mode is still the greatest. Apparently, you ask him. Uh, David Bowie won four uh, posthumous uh, Grammys. Still killing it. Still killing it from the beyond grave. the grave. Yeah, shout out to David Bowie. Um, you guys think that uh, David Bowie and Ricky Gervais look similar? Yeah, a little bit. We were watching that the, that show. Really? Like, they've got a similar... Um, yeah, they're going to be related. Like, they don't get the same person. They wouldn't get mistaken for one another. But if you told me they were mm. brothers, and one of them just went on to work at a paper company, and the other one turned into Ziggy Stardust, mm. I would buy that they're brothers, Ziggy's the way they talk, and <laughs> the way their faces move when <laughs> right. they talk. All right. Um, so, Adele won everything, and Beyonce did not win everything. People seem to be kind of whatever about it. Trump's sort of America, like, baby. Trump's America. Adele deserves it. Adele came out and said that she thinks she Beyonce it. deserves it, which well, is a... Adele, they all have out. to say They're all classy. You're too humble. That's the classy thing Just to say. I love Beyonce's gear, by the way. It's one of the only things that... She had that, like, the Statue of Liberty golden headdress Nobody on. had better gear than CeeLo Green. Yes. For Dude, like was a walking Power around Rangers like a brick of gold. <laughs> I 
was amazing. Which is crazy because it's the first time I've talked about CeeLo Green in like six years and it's because he's dressed up like the Golden Man. Yeah, yeah because yeah. now he's doing this and he's making waves and he's back. People were talking about that Golden Man outfit the whole time and now nobody remembers that he drugged a girl and took advantage of her. Oh, and I got did not convicted know that. of it. I did not that's know why that. he was that's why he wasn't on the voice so he was gone for a while. He is got that why he was hiding behind that brick of gold? Uh, yes. Oh, that makes yes. sense. Making such a big statement that nobody would go, hey, CeeLo's first time back out since that time he raped that lady. Oh. Ooh, yeah. CeeLo. Mm-hmm. Sorry, CeeLo. Dang, he's we crazy. feel a certain something about you. Um, Dressing like the villain he was already acting mm-hmm. like. Ooh. And surprise, surprise, once again, Kanye West didn't win anything. What a no. surprise. Ouch. No. I liked Sorry. Life of Pablo quite a bit, but it was a mess. He didn't deserve to win for that. It's true. It's I true. mean, it's the same... It's almost something that, um, you know, you look at Adele sweeping, we were talking about her versus yeah, yeah. Beyonce... Beyonce does something similar to Kanye in a much more mm-hmm. like standardized version yeah. where everything is sort of it's a much more cohesive artistic piece, but they're not really using mm-hmm. traditional song structures, and that's gonna hurt mm-hmm. with something like the Grammys where it's the most mainstream traditional thing. Somebody like Adele is always gonna win because Adele's out there, She's verse, classic. chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, mm-hmm. chorus, out, and mm-hmm. you know these other people are taking chances that doesn't always get re- rewarded or replaced like the Grammys specifically. So yeah. I'm not really surprised by that. Good point. Hottest take of the night, though. I'll say this. Saw Katy Perry's performance, new song. Kind of liked it. It's pretty good. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I, Katie, you didn't like it? I, uh, I'm i sorry. I'm a longtime hater of Katy Perry. She's blonde now. Oh. oh. She's all over the place. It's crazy. I, worse, mm, but... <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I'm sorry. I don't She's a workhorse. She's like She's just out there like getting reps. It's like a it's just, number three pitcher in a starting rotation. Yes. You know what I mean? She's never going to go out there and like set the world on fire. She'll make That's the Hall of Fame on statistics. When you have someone like Adele out there, why would you listen to Katie? I heard that uh, Bruno Mars did a Prince tribute. And I he haven't did. seen it yet, but as the resident Bruno Mars mark uh, on the show... I'm looking forward to seeing that because I bet it's really good. I did watch part of it. It's excellent. He's yeah. spot on. It always is, spot every time. On. Well, he performed with, uh, for any of you old-time Prince fans who've seen the movie Purple Rain, he performed with The, the Time. Morris Day and The Time were there. Shout out to Zagro. Shout out. So, Mara, before you uh, head out, I have one story here that I picked specifically to piss you off as I oh, read it to you. Perfect. So, here's your reaction. This is uh, this is from Vox, so if you want to check my sources on it. Uh <laughs> An Oklahoma state legislator, Representative Justin Humphrey, is pushing a bill that would require women to get written permission from her sexual partner if she wants to have an abortion. <laughs> well, that only seems fair now, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, it seems oh, fair. Uh, Humphrey's explained his reasoning rather bluntly to Jordan Smith of The Intercept, saying, oh, yeah. quote, Once a woman decides to be, quote, irresponsible by having sex... Oh. Uh, her body is no longer entirely her own because she will always be a potential, quote, host to a pregnancy. So I, I feel like he was going to say ho instead of host, <laughs> and I feel like that's kind of messed up, and I don't really appreciate that. I don't like what he did there. Um, <laughs> do I have to explain why this is wrong? Do you I shouldn't have, have to. I shouldn't have to. <laughs> There's certainly people out there who might who might not give. If you don't understand why me, this is wrong, it's just me, like you hear these stories sometimes. Like some of these just wild bills that some like rogue congressman is <laughs> proposing to get his name in the press. Yeah, who the fuck it, is he? It almost seems like they're kidding a lot of times. Like you can't. This can't be serious. Like you must be. This must be high level trolling. Like yeah, that, you're right. Satire. Like there's. No, but like I'm no, I'm not right though. These guys are serious. But like it's so off the wall sometimes. Like written permission. Uh, so the validation, the val- is validation. You want to hear it? Where this is signed? the validation is that uh, Humphrey told them that the original intent was to force fathers to pay child support from the moment of conception. However, the specific language exercised. I don't the like that either. No. <laughs> Look, I here's my here's my take for you, my friend Justin Humphrey, uh, Representative Justin Humphrey. Just uh, 
Pump the brakes. Just chill out a little bit. Just chill. take a break. Just cool your jets. Take a quick time out. Think about this one. <laughs> have you guys heard of that app where it's like the consent app and like before you have sex with someone, both of you have to sign consent? I've not heard of it. God, yeah. that sounds so hot. I know. Can you imagine? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I understand why they feel... I mean... Guys, anybody we shouldn't have to do any of this. Anybody bullshit. who's anybody who's been there and like been in, you know been in that position where like you know you're you're ramping up intimacy with someone you're going through this thing like could you imagine having to stop and be like all right hang out let me get the app let me get what? my no, stylus it's just, <laughs> no no it's, it's in the app store no it's free yeah just all right hang on just I'll make a you're gonna need to enter an email just hang turn on. your iPhone sideways and sign that's all and it's do. like that by the time you're done you're like all right well I guess I'm gonna go home it feels like a break at work like that's not. Yeah. Ever gonna catch with people, I don't think. No, I was just curious. I just think it's just as stupid as what I just heard. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm sorry, can I, I got one more Humphrey quote, I'm sorry. I believe one of the breakdowns in our society is that we've excluded the man out of all these types of decisions. <laughs> you feel like we've been excluded from all these decisions, Kevin? My ovaries hurt listening it, to this. I, man, I'll tell like, he makes it... It's it's so bad that like you were telling me this earlier and I was like sort of getting mad walking around. I'm not one of the you know, you see a lot of caricatures of like all these like, you know, flamingly angry, like young liberal stuff like that. And I don't really normally lose it like that, but I was just listening to this and it's so like offensive. <laughs> and I'm not even like I'm just I'm a guy. And like you could I mean, there's oh, man, you coulda you could have pitched yourself any one of a million ways and this is your angle? Yeah. I just, I can't, I can't I it seems, un, it seems literally about. unbelievable to me. This is the number one issue, you know, to make sure that you guys have rights That's true. over my body. And it's just, it's... Thanks, America. Look, if he's, this guy's out here and he's talking about, you know, well, if it's two people and I'd like to provide more rights, you can go out and you can say something like that, but there's a whole difference between saying something and taking a position where, like, you're going to offend a lot of people. If that's what you really believe, man, go out and say it. But to be somebody who's going to go out there mm-hmm. and propose legislation mm-hmm. that signs this into law before the debate is even had, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that's you, that's... Uh, Hope he's ready for that I, email. I don't have the work, man. No, because he's from Oklahoma. These people probably love it. That's oh. true. At least some of them. That makes me sad. Oklahoma, change your ways. Mm. Speaking of changing your ways, uh, I got another hot take about one of my favorite people in the world right now, Betsy DeVos. Yeah. Yay. So, uh, Betsy DeVos, uh, Education Secretary, as appointed by... Known scumbag. Known scumbag, lowlife. So she made the news again this week, uh, tweeting out uh, props to W.E.B. Dubois, but spelled his name wrong. Uh, on the tweet, so good call on that, education That's the same kind secretary. of thing. I look at that, and I'm like, how is this not, like, performance art? <laughs> yes. How is this not, like, it's um, too, it, it can't be real. It, like, it just, I, it's crazy to watch the level of incompetence and have it just be like, yep, this is fine. Everything's fine. So, Betsy DeVoe's been in the news a lot, and by the way, if I'm saying her last name incorrectly... I don't care, because she's a terrible person, and she's ruining things for everybody. Uh, but an interesting note that was on our NPR today I was reading, um, there has been a massive uptake uh, in people interested in running for school board since Betsy DeVos has been uh, nominated into office. Uh, people have been flooding their local centers to try and get involved. Uh, there's actually a website called Run for Something. It's, a, it's like a particular uh, website you go to, you learn how to like mm-hmm. apply to run for things. Yeah. This is something that ties in line with what we've talked about with being involved locally. If there's anything good that comes out of like Betsy DeVos being like um, 
being nominated, it, maybe it'll light a fire under people's ass to be more involved because... That's what people keep on saying about everything, too. They're saying that about one. Donald Trump. And, they're saying that about Betsy DuBois. And you're, and you're like, no, you're seeing, screw it up until someone, like, does something about it. And you're seeing it with a lot of this stuff. Like, that yeah. is one thing that, you know, or it's, it seems like we're sort of on an all-time rise of people, like, getting involved. And they've... This whole thing has very much awoken a lot of people who are not paying attention before, who have got yes. very long lifespans in front of them to be making decisions. And, mm. you know, you can put us as many steps back as you want, but there is going to be a reaping because the majority of people of a certain age and of a certain level of social power when it comes to voting mm. are going to be coming for you, and they're not going to remember this fondly. And, and we have a lot of younger parents now. Also true. Uh, Matter of fact, this is a quote from Amanda Lippman. She's the co-founder of Run for Something who said, uh, since uh, Betsy's confirmation, we had a flood of people come and say specifically, quote, I want to run for school board to protect the schools in my hometown. Now, the reason that I think this Betsy DeVos thing has gotten a lot of traction is unlike a lot of politics stuff, which seems to be very, like, sensitive on one side or the other, most people have some concept for what it's like to go to school or have kids in school, right? Mm -hmm. Education is something that a lot of people, like, on both sides, whether you're left or right or liberal or conservative, whatever you want to call it, hold very dearly. Like, I I was actually, of all the people who got nominated, I was surprised that she made it, of all the people. I was, you know, I knew that Sessions wasn't going to get shot down, but I don't know. You figured there was going to be a sacrificial lamb. Yeah, I thought it was going to be her. So there's one person that they could have allowed to be rejected so that they could at least point to that and be like, look, we fought back and did something and then slide the rest through. And she seemed like a really good candidate to be that sacrificial lamb. And honestly, like, you know, it's, you can say this about every one of them, but she really is the worst of the worst. And terrible. Shame on anybody who confirmed her and was like, this is the right person to lead education in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you can't even make that argument and be like a rational, functioning human being mm-hmm. and be honest with yourself. You really can't. No, you're, right. no, you're totally right. 100%. You really can't with this one, with a lot of them, but this one specifically. Yeah. All right, so let's uh, let's take a break. We're going to talk about Valentine's Day, but we'll do it in the next segment. Uh, and let's get to this week's interview. Uh, newest member of the Uticast Two Timers Club, our good friend from the Boilermaker, uh, sponsor and marketing specialist Jordan Peters came back this week uh, to talk to us about Boilermaker Forty, about the Erie Canal Half Marathon, and their recent up and their I'm sorry, their most current upcoming event, uh, March third, fourth, and fifth, the Equipment Drive they're putting on at the Odd with the Utica Comets. Uh, it's a great way you can help out uh, people who aren't quite so fortunate in our community. Let's get to our interview with Jordan. We'll be back in just a minute. Like, yeah, it's as, it's, it's as close as you could get is going to watching like AAA wrestling. Like, except some of the dudes who are on there are not there because they're not good enough to be on the main roster. It's because nobody knows who they are yet, oh, right? right? Like, they came over from like Japan yeah. and they don't speak English yet, yeah. or they came over from other yeah. smaller federations and people just were like, I don't, who is this guy, yeah. right? So they got to build up credibility. I I like it as a there's a term. Uh, a wrestling term. I don't know if like hockey fans have a similar term, but uh-huh. uh, we refer to the guys who are in the know on wrestling, the like guys uh-huh. who watch indies and yeah. know that it's like storylined, quote mm-hmm. unquote, right? Um, those are called smarks, aka smart marks for wrestling. <laughs> so I, I'm I'm a smark. So for smarks like me, 
I like to go to the indie yeah. shows, right? Yeah. So Re- I I have a name for him. I call him Wrestling Geeks. Wrestling Geeks, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Internet wrestling culture, the IWC. Yeah, it's all the same. Listen, mm-hmm. man, I've been uh, I've been called many things as a wrestling fan. Yeah. That's one of the weaker ones. <laughs> <laughs> wrestling, of all the things that I like in my life, has, I think, confounded people the most about really? me as a person. Because yeah. as, yeah. well, as a person, like people know me as like whatever they know me as, and yeah. I'm like a history buff, and I yeah. like... Uh, I like politics and I like the news and I I try to consider myself pretty like progressive minded let's say right but then there's this weird like subculture where I just love to watch like lowbrow professional wrestling (laughs) just love to get oiled up and just it's not even that it's like sometimes sometimes it's like oh because I believe me if I were six inches taller I would have done it I would have gone to the wrestling schools Yeah. I think what's fascinating about it is people I like to sell it as something greater than it is when people ask me about it they're like yeah. so wrestling huh? I'm like yeah it's American Shakespeare man it's like it's literally it's like it's That's like funny. jazz it's like the last good American well, art form yeah but, <laughs> hey, uh, listen so I got a couple things I wanted to toss at you um, first of all I gotta apologize uh, it's a little okay. bit of a wreck in the house here um, we've been are you a renter or are you owner you own your house right your house I'm renting here I am, I am a homeowner out in Syracuse where mm-hmm. I lived previously mm-hmm. So, so maybe you understand the rental side of my story here. Yeah. Uh, I rent, certainly, and I was in the shower last week, and as I got out of the shower, and I'm getting ready to do my hair, and brush my teeth, all that kind of thing, Yeah. six of the tiles fall in off of the shower yeah. and smash all over the inside of okay. the tub. All right. So so now I'm like, oh, crap, but this is no good, and I'm looking at the wall. The wall's all buckled out. So for the last two days, uh, they've been replacing our shower. Like They've mm-hmm. taken down all the tiles. They've taken yeah. down everything. And uh, I'm a little bit of a disheveled mess, so I apologize. I'm going to sit farther away from you than normal because I probably. I was going to say. I was going to say, man. <laughs> um, so yeah, you ever had you ever you ever dealt with any of these kind of rental problems? This is my. This yeah, is, I'm stressing yeah, it right absolutely, now. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and you know, the other thing is that they probably want to come in here at, like six in the morning, right, while you're like sleeping, or. They're pretty chill. Most yeah. of the, most, my landlord more than most people are pretty chill, but they yeah. will just come in here and look yeah. around. They're like. Yeah, it's nine in the morning. They're in here. Hey, what's going on? How you doing? Yeah. You hear people yeah. chiseling. Um, and also, you know, I gotta I gotta play a little history here with you. Uh, and I haven't even introduced you yet because we get caught up caught in rest, uh, talking about wrestling. But that'll happen. Uh, Jordan Peters, Boilermaker, sponsor and marketing specialist. Uh, first off, how's life? How's things? Good, good man. Um, good. I had a lot of fun last time I was here, so I just couldn't oh, wait man. to get back on. Yes, episode <laughs> seventy. Uh, that was sixteen episodes ago. A uh, couple things wow. that entails. Number one. Uh, you were on during our Halloween episode, so that's cool. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and because you've been on for a second time, that now makes you officially a member of the Udicast Two-Timers Club. So congratulations. Wow. Here's your small trophy. Wow. For uh, the folks at home, I was actually just handed a trophy that says Winner's oh, yeah. on it. And it's Hot Wheels, too. It so. is a Hot Wheels trophy. That's awesome. We were I gonna really take, appreciate that. We were going to take the labels <laughs> off, but people seem to like no, the labels. why would you? So yeah. we left them on. I appreciate uh, that. A very exclusive club you're joining here. Thank, so, yes. Yeah. I'm flattered. <laughs> and also... Um, you were the first person, I was doing research on this last week, you were the first person on the show to get the theme song question in the lightning round. After you were on the show, we really? started making the theme song question uh, a regular part of the show. Mm-hmm. Your theme song of choice was Return of the Mac right. by Mark Morrison. Right, uh, right. Still haven't lived it down, though, still, by the way. <laughs> it's a good one, though. I was listening to it today. Tim I Reed mean. still plays it in the office every, like, a couple <laughs> times a week. Um, so I guess my question is this... Um, when we first spoke, when you were on episode 70, you were just kind of getting settled in 
to the job yeah. uh, as the sponsored marketing specialist. Uh, first off, how's, how's everything changed since then and to today? Where's, where are things today? Well, me personally, um, I've definitely settled in a lot more, um, really starting to enjoy myself. Um, and it, you know, honestly, um, believe it or not, February here, we're, we're in the beginning of February. Things are really, really ramping up over there. Oh, yeah. I can't even imagine what it's going to be like in the next couple of months because <laughs> we're, I'm already getting swamped, to tell you the truth. Oh, yeah. And it's not just with, uh, not just with Boilermaker stuff. Um, you know, we really, we try and do stuff all year round. So, like, right now, the focus is, um, you know, kind of on some other things that we got coming up actually before the race. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, you know, actually, probably the soonest of which is um, this mm. this uh, cool uh, cross promotion that we're doing with the Utica Comets. Comets, yes. Yeah. Yeah, you were telling this is the equipment drive you were telling me about, yes? Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, so, actually, so that's actually happening um, during the Comets' uh, upcoming homestand. That's the March 3rd, 4th, and 5th game. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. That's about and, three weeks uh, away, you said? Yep. Yeah, great. Wonderful. Yeah. And uh, so. What we're going to do is, uh, it's a partnership between us and the Comets and uh, Eddie Elsheimer with uh, EJA moving over there. He's uh, graciously donated his uh, nice. truck to help us with this. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be camped out uh, across <laughs> from the Labatt Blue entrance <laughs> before all three of those games. Hell yeah. Uh, we're just asking people, um, everybody in the community, you know, everybody's got, especially hockey families. Oh, yeah. Being a hockey family, everybody's got garage full of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, we just thought this would be a really good opportunity to not just hockey equipment, but any kind of sports equipment you have laying around. Yeah. Bring it down here. We'll take it, and uh, you know, we'll after the the home stands over, we'll we'll inventory it, and um, then we'll we'll get it to the kids, uh, the youth in Utica that mm. that really need it. Um, you know, we just really think. No, that's great, man. You know, we we don't want lack of access to the equipment to be the reason why somebody doesn't have a chance to play something, especially a sport like hockey that the equipment's really expensive, and uh, you know. Um, we don't know. I mean, maybe the next NHL superstar is living right here in this neighborhood, but we won't you know because they'd never have the chance, you know? I, I have so many people who come on the show who are huge hockey fans. It doesn't yeah. surprise me that we'd be loaded with hockey equipment. Yeah. And, you know, and and from a, and you know, it sounds it sounds silly to say it this way, but, like, things like this, when you can donate to do something good for yeah. someone in the community, for someone mm-hmm. uh, less fortunate, you know, it, it does actually, it is a good palpable yeah. feeling. It makes yeah. you, it makes you yeah. feel positive about yeah. the impact you're making on the community, which is yeah. great. Absolutely. I mean, like Utica has such a good track record of coming out and supporting mm-hmm. things like this. I mean, just look at the, you know, the teddy bear toss thing that New York Sash does and New York well, yeah, College does. I mean, that's just an, exa- that's one example. I mean, people have nothing to gain out of doing that other than just doing something really cool. There's no incentive per se, you know what I mean? And that's, we also, folks, I'll be perfectly honest with you, we're not giving away free tickets or anything like that. We can't incentivize mm-hmm. you in any way other than, um, yeah. you know, you're just doing something really good and you're helping yeah. out, you know, kids that really need, need the help, so... Um, well, if I know anything about uh, the community at large, yeah, exactly. Uh, we're a very supportive community, even when there is no incentive in the background. Yeah, that's just kind of the really, way we roll. Yeah, it's just the way it is. It's, <laughs> it's a really, really crazy thing about this city. It's an amazing thing, actually. Mm. People can say whatever they want about Utica, but these mm. people, people here, really, really care, you know, about each other. I've been seeing a lot of Utica articles, like outside of our local spectrum. Yeah. Like, as I, I, I do enough quote-unquote professional journalism uh, out here in research when I'm conducting stories and getting ready for the podcast. I read a lot of news sources. And it's weird when I see, um, you know, a Utica, New York article on NPR Mm -hmm. or National Geographic does a video about them or the Daily Mail writes about them. Mm -hmm. Although, 
Uh, apparently, Daily Mail is fake news, is what I was told today <laughs> by the internet. Yeah, didn't know that. I didn't know they were fake well, news. You know, I knew they were fake sports rumors because uh, their soccer rumors are always the worst. But uh-huh. I didn't know they were quote unquote fake news like CNN. Yeah. Apparently, well, you know, unfortunately, I mean, you can see it. Fortunately or unfortunately, we're. I think we're finding ourselves in the news more and more lately now with mm. the fact that we're, um, you know, a, a refugee community. Oh, yeah. With what's going on now, mm. Um, mm. you know, I think people. But I think the good thing is Utica's being kind of. Um, put on the on the state yeah. on the national stage is a good thing. Is an example of what you know mm. what refugees can do to revitalize mm. community and you know the, these people are you know vital to uh, you know to the success oh, of our God, country. Yeah, and so. you know and it's nice to uh, we this is a phrase we've been using a lot on the show and I don't I'm, you know we talk a lot about this stuff on the podcast so I don't want to get too heavy in it but you know you want to be on the right side of history right, when exactly. when it, when you come when it comes down to it. Do you want to be on the side that was, you know, that was looking forward to the future or was looking back into the past? Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm <laughs> No, I'd say we could yeah. probably, we could probably do this all day. I don't know if we should. <laughs> hey, no, let's move, let's move on to something okay. else. Uh, so I have to say, I was looking through doing my research for this podcast today and um, I saw you were posting a lot of great uh, Boilermaker pics. You wrote a great blog, by the way, about your dad, oh. uh, about your, not your father's Boilermaker. It's a great <laughs> article. That's a true story, well, Alan. That's kind. That's kind <laughs> of you to say that. <laughs> well, listen, man, I've, I I lived in the blogging in the blogging sphere for a long time. I used to blog when I was doing the Famo and the Wookiee podcast. There's about three blogs that exist on the Maiden Utica website that I did. Mm-hmm. And the problem with blogging is not that I don't like it. I ran a blog for a long time, mm-hmm. too. Matter of fact, if... This is for all you real deep nerds out there. <laughs> if you want to go to jwilksblog.blogspot.com, you can look at my old uh, pop culture blog, which is terrible and has not been updated in seven years. So, <laughs> Jay Wilkes blog, does that Jay- have anything to do with the uh, uh, Lincoln assassin? Yes. <laughs> yeah. The name of the blog was John Wilkes blog, uh-huh. uh, and the tagline was, it's a blog that sneaks up on you. <laughs> I just thought that. And I love it. There was no other title. You really are a history nerd. You know what it was? I think... At that time, I was uh, I was on myself about like overthinking things. Uh-huh. So when I was trying to come up with a name for it, I'm like, "What's the first thing I can think of?" Like, That's John Wilkes, John Wilkes blogging. That's funny. That's, That's kind of funny. Let's yeah, go with it. Uh, but yeah, blogging. The hardest part about blogging that I remembered was trying to be consistent with it and coming up with new material. And, yeah. Because people. Yeah. That's the that's the podcast every week. It's right. like, what do I? What's this week? I right. have to do. Does anybody something. care about this? Yeah. Do you guys care about this? Do you guys care about what we're saying? <laughs> I wonder sometimes. <laughs> I wonder. Uh, no, and. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I think it was a good uh, it was a good article you did. I loved all the old pictures you found for it. Uh-huh. By the way, I really wish that we would go back to wearing that sort of fashion. <laughs> yeah, well, I think everybody should do it this year since it's the fortieth. Yes. We're trying to do like a throwback vintage yeah. theme for the race this year. I want everybody to come out with short shorts and uh, like wigs this year, or just grow the hair out naturally. But that's the, we'd love to see that this year at the fortieth Boilermaker. By the way, that's the move that I uh, for you guys in your PR department. You got to get me in there. Yeah. Retro retro Boilermaker gear this year for the fortieth. Old yeah. school. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> looking like Forrest Gump running through there. Yeah. Um, so I was looking at um, I was looking at that a little bit too. By the way, uh, you saw I saw you doing some pond hockey on Facebook. Um, now I'm curious: is this part of your Boilermaker training? Is that's <laughs> that's kind of a side that's kind of a side project I I, I took on. Um, yeah, I went up to Alex Bay last weekend playing a little pond hockey tournament. I love um, Alex Bay, by the way. Yeah, I don't go up as much anymore, but I was yeah. really like going up as a kid. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, yeah, we love it up there. We've been. Uh, you know, a group of my buddies. We've been going up and doing that tournament for the past few years. Oh, nice. Yep, that's great. Um, I like that because, and I don't want to go off a tangent, I like, it's nice to have rituals with your buddies, yeah. right? Like, we used to go, 
uh, up to like Fourth Lake every year. Mm. Like every single year we go wakeboarding, yeah. right? Yeah. And you know whether or not. It's easy or hard depending to make it that year. Once mm-hmm. you get up there, you're like, damn, this is it's every yeah, yeah nobody man. ever regrets it. No one ever <laughs> it's yeah. hard. Guys guys are from New York City, boss. Yeah. And it's hard. Everyone I know everybody's hemming and hawing in the weeks before, like, why are we doing this? But once everybody's there and then the couple of days afterwards, everyone's like, mm-hmm. Man, that was a blast, right? Everyone's texting each other. You're <laughs> absolutely right. It's important to do stuff like that, especially as we mm-hmm. quote unquote become adults or whatever <laughs> whatever people want. <laughs> yeah, are we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I this is a stupid question. I probably asked you last time, I don't remember. Because you're working the event, because you're so involved in it, mm-hmm. are you even allowed to run it necessarily? You know what? Um, I don't think so. I was going to say, I'm <laughs> curious. I always thought about no, that. Like, I don't know. I definitely not. I think I'm definitely going to have my hands full uh, mm-hmm. that day. We, what we do, the week before the race, we mm-hmm. do a committee run for kind of everybody that's in that boat. It's not just nice. myself, um, but there's tons of volunteers who mm-hmm. you know can't run the race right. because they're, they're busy. So um, mm-hmm. that's kind of what we do. Yeah. So um, I might do that. I don't know. My whole thing with the Boilermakers, I like running running i don't really like running oh no no so i like running the boilermaker for all of the stuff around it for all the pageantry and everything so running a like an unheralded boilermaker 9.3 miles that doesn't sound that fun to me but i might (laughs) this will probably be my last year i i say that every year because it's 40 i probably it wouldn't have last year probably would have been my last year but i want to run you just want to go out and you just want to go out 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 blaze of glory anniversary (laughs) yeah yeah i want to go out i think for me um i know first off and any runners out there who disagree with me can can disagree with me if they want uh as a guy who ran cross country in high school who does run in the summertime to try and keep myself in shape I never ever liked running. Like, I yeah. never at any point oh, yeah. in time was like, "Man, this is fun." Yeah, uh, and I never got that yeah. runner's high that people talk about. <laughs> that doesn't exist to me. Like I don't. I would just run until I would cry and get Sam, sad. Sam, I, I have yet to find it. I have yet <laughs> no. to experience it as well. Um, it's hard for me to say working mm. for a road uh, race, yeah. but um, yeah, I I, I hate mm. running as well. Mm. Sorry, Tim. No. <laughs> no, it's true. But every year I say to myself uh-huh. like. I'm not going to do it this year. Mm-hmm. And then I sign up to do it anyway because I'm like, no, no, I want to do it because I like I like the event. Right. And then as I'm training for it, I go, God, why did I sign up for right. this? I hate doing this. Right. And then the day of the event, I I love it. I'm yes, like, oh, of man, course. I'm so glad That's what it's all that about. I did yeah. it. And then when you're running the event, it really is a phenomenal. Yeah. I, I always say it on the podcast. I say it, it's the best event in Utica. I've constantly said it over and over again on the mm-hmm. show. Um, there's something very for a guy like me particularly mm-hmm. i like the idea of going from one part of the city i know mm-hmm. to the other part of the city i know and seeing all the people and culture that's in between yeah. and the unsung heroes of the boilermakers are not the runners but the volunteers who are on the streets oh, the people no who come out because they make it yeah. such an event and that is no doubt about and it and that ties in what we're talking about with like the involvement of the community right yeah. for getting out for the equipment drive uh march 3rd 4th and 5th at the odd right that's part of the community is what makes the race special. At yeah. Least for, yeah. Yes, absolutely. The Boilermaker is Utica. Mm-hmm. It's not the other. It's not the you know. It's not the other way around. The Boilermaker doesn't exist without the people, without mm-hmm. the community, without the Utica mm-hmm. community. Yeah. So, um, also, I was gonna say for all you training folks, I was looking through your Facebook as I do when I prepare for mm-hmm. all um, all interviews. Yeah, that's, yeah. Sure. That's what I do, man. <laughs> uh, if you had a Wikipedia page, I'd go there as well. <laughs> I, I love accurate information, obviously. Uh, for anyone who's training out there, I saw you got like another event coming up. I think I saw you guys posting about. Uh, yes, that's correct. Actually, yeah. we uh, not you know I'm not sure if people realize this, and that's um, you know kind of something we're trying to change. But yeah. we actually do we we operate another race. Yeah, um, it's actually a half marathon. Really? Yeah. 
wow. we operate another <laughs> we operate a half marathon right here in Utica it's, as far as I know it's the only half marathon mm. in Utica mm. um, and actually it's going to be really cool this year it's called the Erie Canal Half um, mm. and it starts and finishes in Bag Square which you know as you know is a, is a cool thing because it might, it's probably the hottest neighborhood oh, in the yeah. city a lot of yeah, cool sure. stuff going on oh yeah there. Um, starts and finishes in Bag Square, and it uh, actually follows the really? Erie Canal route. Yep, oh, and then shit. turns around and comes back. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, like yeah, that. it's cool. It's actually kind of symbolic, <laughs> you know, because starts and finishes in Utica's oldest neighborhood, Bag Square, actually sprung up um, around the Erie Canal. It's the oldest part of Utica. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and now it's kind of re- been reborn with new life. So, um, you know, and then, you know, it's actually the... This year is marks two hundred years since uh, the mm. beginning of construction on the Erie Canal. Yeah. So actually, it's a big year for uh, big year for a couple different organizations: <laughs> Erie Canal, Boilermaker, but mm. uh, the OD is also uh, I know. celebrating two hundred years. We just had uh, S. Alexander Gerald. Uh, Ger- Gerald. God, I did it again. Sorry, Alex. <laughs> I see it's spelled Gerald. It's pronounced Gerald. Uh, yeah, man. Utica has a very. We yeah. sometimes don't appreciate. I think. Because, you know, especially people who've been here for a long time, mm-hmm. you sometimes forget about the wonderful cultural touchstones yeah. that we are lucky enough to have in this city, where, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, whether it's the OD mm-hmm. or the Stanley Theater or the Boilermaker Road Race or the Utica Zoo yeah. or all these things that sort of, or the, the brewery, I got it, mm-hmm. you know, like breweries. Andy like, Van Slyke. Andy Van Slyke, <laughs> Dave Cash, right? You know I mean, like all these guys, like... There's a lot of stuff that we sometimes forget about sure. that comes from here yeah, that absolutely. we forget makes us special in our own way, right? Yeah. Um, so, was well, I had one more thing I wanted to say to you before we got into the uh, the questions. Oh yeah, one more time, really quick. Equipment drive. You're collecting sports uh, sports gear, yep. hockey yep. equipment. We'll, we'll take pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just you know, don't get bring us anything too too bulky. Like we're we're really not looking mm-hmm. for nets or anything, just because it's would be too cumbersome for mm-hmm. us to to take and then right. redistribute. Um, but pretty much we'll take anything, but we are asking for lightly used because, you guys, we, we right. don't want to give these kids our junk. So, you know, don't don't look at this as like a way to throw away your old, uh, yeah. your, your really old stuff. But lightly used equipment and um, absolutely we'll make sure it gets into the, the hands of the right the right people. Yeah. I think I have some lightly used lacrosse equipment floating around me. I can find Perfect. some use for that. That's awesome. <laughs> um, and uh, so I got a couple questions here for you now. Here's an interesting thing we're going to have to do. Because you've already been on the show, okay, and you've been on since we've done the lightning round questions, I can't do the lightning round questions I normally do with everybody with you. Right, right. But because you were the man to get the first theme song question, and oh it stuck God. around, yeah. I have a whole variety of new questions, oh, God. and depending on what the new ones are, depending on what people like, maybe I'll keep one or two. Okay. Who knows? <laughs> uh, before we get to that, I have one last <clears throat> question for you. You're a sure. man on the street. You're the Boilermaker uh, sponsor and pr- uh, marketing specialist. You hear it from the people. <laughs> I always hear this debate about what the hardest part of the Boilermaker is, mm-hmm. right? I'm sure you've heard mm-hmm. people talk about yeah. that. What do you think the consensus is from the people you've heard? What's the yeah. hardest stretch? No doubt the hardest stretch of the Boilermaker is um, running up um, Burstone Road. Burstone. Yeah, by the hospital, mm-hmm. by um, mm-hmm. by St. Luke's. Yep. Um, without a doubt, I mean, people, you know, the, the hilliest part of the course is Valley View, but yeah. at that point, I mean, you're three, four miles in. Mm. Um, you know, most people still have enough mm. in tank. They're still riding on the high, yeah. starting this race. Oh yeah, it's um, true. You know, and then you kind of catch your breath coming <laughs> coming out of the course. Um, but uh, you know, that stretch of the race tends to not be mm. as populated with spectators 
Um, mm-hmm. And it is just a very gradual and long incline. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, and from my experience and from what I've heard from people, that's probably the most challenging part of the course. That's what everyone seems to say. That yeah. generally seems like the consensus I get from most people. Yeah. I offer a counterpoint. I say Whitesboro Street is the hardest part because yeah. you've already gotten the Burstone thing out of your head. You're like, I've made it. Right. I'm on the way back down. And then you forget that Whitesboro Street is also yeah. kind of crummy. No and it's, it's funny. <laughs> it's actually, always where I the, burn out. <laughs> the first year I ran the race, okay, I was prob- I was 16 years old and came in with absolutely no training because I was like, I was played high school hockey. I was like, mm-hmm. I, I can do this. It's no problem at all. Running with my sister who was a college athlete, mm. trying to keep up with her. And I was in a lot, a lot of pain. Okay, mm. come like oh, a, yeah. around around mile eight. And uh, as you know, everybody does this joke with their signs where they say only one mile left. Yeah, yeah. Right when they start saying it, about three or four miles left in the race. <laughs> and I was so mad at them. I was like, "You guys are lying!" Because I mean, I was just in so much pain. <laughs> my my constant favorite sign every year uh-huh. is the guy who holds up the sign that says uh, at point three that says only nine miles left to go. Yeah. That's my favorite. Yeah. Uh, all right, so. I've conducted some new lightning round questions for you. These are not the same six lightning round questions we ask all of our guests on the show. Uh, first one. This is a new one, so be be easy on me. Okay. Uh, you are walking down the cereal aisle, right, in yeah. the grocery store. Sure. Price not a factor. Sure. What is the number one cereal you're pulling off the shelf? Well, I would typically say Raisin Bran, but now I'm going to switch mm-hmm. my answer and say Raisin Bran Crunch. Raisin Bran Crunch. Yes, because yes. I purchased it by accident. <laughs> And thought, man, what is this? I was really disappointed in myself, and I tried it. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> all right, uh, similar sort of line of questioning. Uh, all platforms, all platforms are open. Which game show do you feel like you could make hmm. the best showing on? Hmm. Uh, I want to say Jeopardy, but in, a, in all reality, I would absolutely not. I would get destroyed. I get stressed out. And Sometimes I'm kind of good in the living room. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no doubt. That's probably my favorite game show going right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd probably take something that's just a little bit more random chance, like that uh, stupid show, The Wall. The Wall. Yes, The Wall. It's like Plinko. I'll just roll the dice. <laughs> all right. Um, you have free tickets to the Super Bowl. This is a topical question, obviously. Free tickets to the Super Bowl. It's in California. You don't have any other... You haven't paid for anything else. Mm. No hotels, no plane fare, nothing else. Just the tickets. Are you going to the Super Bowl? I mean, can you... Is that all the information I'm working from? I don't know who's playing. We don't know. You don't know who's playing yet. Okay. All right. You don't know who's playing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm there. Yeah. I'm there. Yeah, no doubt. (laughs) I was thinking about this during the Super Bowl. Because I'm like, this is a great game. I don't know if I'd want to go... Yeah. Like, I feel like it's a lot of... Yeah. Like, I feel like it's better on TV yeah. almost, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, no, there's no doubt. Yeah, there's no doubt. Actually, you know what? And I think that the Super Bowl... It's an interesting question, actually, Sam. Because I, <laughs> I don't want to pay for the hotel. Yeah. I'm not trying to pay $300 for an airfare. And also, don't you kind of get the feeling that the Super Bowl, in reality, is kind of just like a... Like, if you're actually there, don't you think it's maybe not that fun? It's like it's going to be super commercial. They and say there's be... not that many actual, like, fans there. Yeah. Because most of those seats are sold out to, like, corporate sponsorship. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, I would rather go to like a college bowl game or something oh, yeah. like that. Well, because those crowds yeah. are probably crazy. Crazy, mm-hmm. crazy. All right, so this is my uh, conspiracy theory uh, testing your cynicism question. I'm going to give you a variety of things. You're going to tell me whether or not you believe in them. Okay. Number one, Loch Ness Monster. No. No, no Loch Ness Monster. No. What about Bigfoot? No, no. Come on. No, no Bigfoot. No, we would have found it by now. What about aliens? 
You, now that's an interesting question. <laughs> okay, this is. I where think this... yes, there has to be. There, <laughs> right, there's got to be. There simply be, has right? to be. Yeah, just do, the the universe is infinite, and infinite, I can't right? believe exactly. I can't believe that this is the only, only thing. This is the yeah. only thing in there. <laughs> All right, I good. It's too far away. Okay. We'll never know. And maybe they're just tiny little worms. But there's something else yeah, out there that's alive. All right, good. All right, I see. Okay, good. All right, and last one. This is another one. That throws what about ghosts? Even ghosts? Oh boy, I really don't. <laughs> I really don't. Um, okay. Yeah, it's a tough I'll, just, one. I'll just leave it at that. Good, no, it's good. That's yeah. fine. I, you know what? It's it's a good line of questioning because yeah. I, I ghosts, aliens is. Ask the me line. a year ago. Ask me a year from now. I might have a different answer. But as of <laughs> right now, know. I just don't think so. All right, uh, it's your birthday. Your mom calls you up, or your significant other, whatever, mm-hmm. whoever's making you your uh, your birthday dessert. Mm-hmm. They say, "What would you like for your birthday dessert?" Mm-hmm. Are you telling them a cake, or are you telling them pie? Huh. I'll just take uh I'll just take a take a apple pie. Good apple old American pie. boy. Yeah. Good for you, man. <laughs> a lot of people give me crap for being a pie over cake man. But yeah. I think the pie is infinitely more interesting. Yeah, I'm more of a savory guy rather it's than savory a sweet guy. guy. So <laughs> you know <clears throat> That's fair. That's yeah. fair. I get with that. Yeah. Um this one was from our last lightning round, but it's topical enough where we can ask it again. Give me one book, album, movie, or television show you are currently reading, listening to, or watching. Well, it's too bad. I wish I could say book, because that would I would feel a lot better about myself. <laughs> but <laughs> I've been trying to read this book called Tools of Titans, but that's really not what I want my answer sure, to be. Sure, that's fair. I, my, I really want my answer to be uh, Shameless, which uh, mm. my girlfriend and I have really gotten yeah, into the past couple of weeks, which is not by any means a new show, but it seems to be one that everybody's just discovering recently, and it is... It um, came to some other platform. It used well, it's to be, on Netflix now, right, and I think that's the reason. Yeah, because yeah. I remember uh, th- back in my days, again, mm-hmm. Statue of Limitations is over, my days of uh, internet piracy in the early 2000s, <laughs> wa- like, downloading a lot of shame, uh, Shameless when it was still on Showtime. Yeah. And not a lot of people had seen it, and right. I was like, oh, this is pretty This is pretty good. Like, yeah. I'm surprised more people don't talk about yeah. this. Yeah, Because nobody had Showtime. Exactly, yeah. If you, it, it seems like, and again, it's like Showtime or HBO is sponsoring me, in general, <laughs> when people have like a premium cable platform, mm-hmm. it tends to be HBO as opposed to Showtime. Sure, yes. I don't know a lot of Showtime marks. No, yeah. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, no, if you're going to choose one, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I guess here's one last question for you. Uh, moderately serious question, I suppose. Uh, if you, uh, what other profession besides your own would you have wanted to do? Hmm. Um, I've always wanted to be a police officer when I was police growing officer. up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I even uh, shadowed a police officer through that uh, Saba program. Oh yeah, I know what you're I talking about. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was a really good time. I really liked it, and mm. uh, yeah, that's uh, I w- could definitely see myself in that kind of a role. Right, very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, one last time, equipment drive, folks. March third, fourth, and fifth uh, at the Odd in conjunction with the Utica Comets. Uh, Bring down your gently used hockey and sports equipment for donation. Uh, make somebody's life a little bit better. Uh, Jordan, thanks a lot, man. It was a pleasure to have you back on thanks, the show. Sam. Always Thanks for having me. And listen, man, not everyone brings me Utica Club. Salud. <laughs> Cheers. Enjoy the rest. Cheers. We're off the clock, so it's okay. Cheers. Yeah, it's Friday. It's Friday. It's yeah. Friday rolling. It's good. All right, man. Thanks a lot for having me. Folks, we'll be back to the show in just a moment.
again, folks, uh, if you want to donate to the cause, it's March 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Uh, collaboration between uh, Boilermaker and Utica Comets at the odd for that three-game homestand. Donate any uh, gently used hockey or sports equipment. Um, anything you can give will help out somebody in need. Cool stuff. Uh, that was also... we. Did, Jordan didn't pick that Pearl Jam song. You picked that Pearl Jam song, Kev, but Jordan's a big Pearl Jam guy, so I figured it was okay if we played That's Pearl good. Jam I hope you liked it. I'll be seeing, I'll be seeing a lot of him in the lead-up to the Boilermaker, man. It's crazy. It seems like it's already on its way. It's, years, uh, it's wild how early the wheels start turning. Has like, I've already know. taken a couple meetings about Boilermaker, and it's February. Like, it's just... <laughs> well, Mara told me she's running. She's coming back up to run the Boilermaker. Did you not tell me that? What do you, no? You didn't can know? I walk it? <laughs> she's got a look on her face like, can you're I lying. Walk it? If I can walk it, yeah, okay. <laughs> Guys, it's Valentine's Day. Did you know that? Yeah, it is. <laughs> I sort of Wait, forgot. Wait, Tuesday? So, like, when the show comes up? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, currently, so is, it, is there a fact? Yeah. Guys. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> I, now, oh, no. Not to be cynical, but I would say that Valentine's Day is my least favorite of all the corporate holidays. Yeah. Uh, I'm it glad just, you said corporate. I'm it just seems that. very, I don't know. I know the uh, the obvious answer that everyone says is just be nice to the person you love every day. Um, and that's not totally wrong. Like, you should be nice to the person you're dating all the time, not just on Valentine's Day. I don't know. I don't like the artificial, like, uh, the artificial, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Guidelines put in place I have to follow. Like, I should be getting a card and supporting, like, this lovey holiday for I think all you're these caught people. up in the narrative. I'm caught up in the narrative. I, I don't like, I don't like Valentine's Day. I think there's money to be made off Valentine's Day in the fact that, like, that's the majority sentiment now. I think, I mean, really think about it. Every person you've ever dated or been with, almost everybody you've ever talked to is pretty much like, oh, I don't like Valentine's Day and it's not a big deal and it's this and that. Yeah. And then people still go. So I think that's the new market to be marketing to. And I think we should get into the Valentine's Day business full stop. Maybe a more broad holiday. Instead of making it about, like, the person you're dating, just like... No, target lo- the misanthropes. Say, like, love day. Just love all the that's people, that's right? what I consider it as. Love day. Yeah. That's pretty love good. Love day. <laughs> yeah, love day, taco Tuesday. I like taco Tuesday. Yeah. Love day. That's what I'm doing for Valentine's Day. <laughs> taco my Tuesday. girl out for tacos, Marcy. <laughs> we <laughs> about to like, go in. I like how threatening you said that. Marcy! Very aggressive taco time. No, we're, you we're, Marcy. Yeah. She's gonna be my hot date. You're uh, not wrong. Tacos are dope. Hey, okay. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, guys, where are you going for tacos? Where would you go? Pedro's you go Kitchen. Tacos? Okay. Pedro's Kitchen, underrated. That, that's what I. That's what Pedro's I Kitchen. That's the one up by uh, where they have like five guys in men's warehouse. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and you like yeah. can't look in it, which makes me nervous. Right. That's good. Smart move, especially in a plaza like that. I always think that's it's true. weird to eat in a restaurant like a shopping strip like that. Yeah. Very strange thing. It's weird. So, guys, that an interesting thing happened with Jordan. Uh, because Jordan was on the show in episode 70, wasn't that long ago? So, Jordan has actually already done all the lightning round questions. So, what I did for him, because he's already done them, is I came up with new lightning round questions. Like five lightning round questions for him. Hooray! So, I'm going to run through a couple of them with you guys. Okay. And if no, if, if you guys, I, I just want to questions. show them to you guys, because some of them are better than others, and we'll see what you guys like. Maybe something will work its way into the lightning round. I want to dabble. Okay, so start off with the first one. Uh, you are in a grocery store. Uh, price not uh, not involved. You're in the cereal aisle. Oh. What's the cereal you're taking home with you? Price not involved. Yeah, price like, not involved. Like, ignore the price. Cereal's so expensive. Because well, uh, I look for deals. I'm honey, a deals guy. Honeycomb. This kid does love deals out there. I'm going to say honeycomb. Honeycomb? Honeycomb. Okay. Honeycomb. honeycomb. But I got to let it get soggy. 
I feel like I would need you have to go two cereals. And I'm I'm a firm believer two in cereals. Two cereals. Interesting. Cereals. You're about because, to say Golden Grams, aren't you? Uh, that could be one of them. Golden Grams, if I was forced to pick one that crosses these two borders that I think you need, Golden Grams might be that cereal. Yes, thank yeah. you. Yeah, no. But I think you need two cereals because you need one that's like something where it's a little bit more like not as sugary than you need one that's just an absolute sugar bomb kid cereal. So but you feel like that's fair. This is the decision Lucky you make. Lucky I'm actually, I prefer Crunch Berries to Lucky Charms if I'm getting... Yeah, crunch berries. You like get, having the inside of your mouth ripped to shreds? First, you are a savage. box of cornflakes and a box of cinnamon toast crunch. That's Ooh. where I'm at. You are filthy. What are your thoughts on getting yes, two different cereals and mixing them together? Like, I'll go sometimes like cinnamon toast crunch cookie crisp together in the same bowl. Man, you could probably you, drop some cocoa puffs and some golden grams yep, real quick. Yup. Yup. I bet you could. Yep. How about you just mm. buy Lucky Charms and just eat the marshmallows? Stop being so damn weird. Okay, fine. <laughs> so just a bag of Lucky Charms Mixing marshmallows. How did you stop being so sensitive? For I'm just that? saying. I'm just saying. I think it's a little excessive. <laughs> we didn't have that much cereal. We had like Honey Nut Cheerios and like Kicks. We're gonna turn to one of those kind of things. Yeah, yeah. This is about money. <laughs> okay. Uh, we may have already discussed this on our own, but uh, this is a question I call the cynicism scale. I'm gonna run through a couple. Ten. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm gonna run a couple. Ten. A couple uh, through a couple different things. And you're going to tell me uh, on a scale of believable or unbelievable, and you're going to tell me whether you believe in them or not. Is Sasquatch on there? Okay, so first one. <laughs> first one, Loch Ness Monster. Do you believe in the Loch Ness Monster? Yes. Kev? Sorry. I skipped you. I got paragraphs. Um, no. Pick a number. One through ten. No. One through ten. No. 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 Okay. So you Loch Ness Monster, yes or no? Ten is believable, right? Well, just yes or no. Yes. Just yes or no. Okay, yes. so, you, so you guys... We have not searched enough of our waters. I agree with that, but Loch Ness specifically in Scotland, I think, has been about a search. Oh, in Scotland. Be. All right. Well, maybe not that. Well, that's where Loch Ness is. Well, I don't know that. All right. So <laughs> we, we've already discussed Bigfoot on this show. You obviously believe in Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah. And I got I to back up my dad, you know? Kevin, what about you? Bigfoot? I, like, I feel good about Bigfoot. Yeah. I like Bigfoot. You're pretty close to being Bigfoot. Bigfoot so. makes that's offensive. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, what about ghosts? Thoughts on ghosts? What kind of ghosts? Uh, like sheep's ghosts? ghosts or spirits or... Goblins or ghoulies or what? So, yes, you believe in ghosts. Yes, okay. I do. I do. Yeah. Uh, ghosts, yes, but I don't think they are what they're represented to be, if that makes sense. All right, and finally, uh, aliens. How about aliens? Yes. Yeah, you know, yeah I aliens. love aliens. Yeah. I gotta go with aliens. Right. The reason I do it in this order is I feel like most people are skeptical of Loch Ness Monster and Sasquatch, but ghosts and aliens start to become like the cutoff line where people who are like, there's no chance there's a Loch Ness Monster. Well, you know what, though? Ghosts, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he was pretty believable. I'm curious at where the cutoff line is. All right, so uh, number three. Which game show do you feel like you could best succeed on? Wait, like hosting or being on Being a contestant. Using your natural skill sets. Well, I played Family Feud on my phone. That didn't go too well, so not ooh. that one. Maybe one of the... Ooh, ooh, figure it out. He'll figure it out from Nickelodeon. That's not a bad one. That was, that was pretty good. That was good. I really just want to be I strong. feel like I would be, I would be strong on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Yes. Um, wow. And I also think I could make some money on Deal or No Deal. Oh, see, you're all about money. I mean, if I'm going on a game show, Isn't Deal or No Deal for? just chance, though? Sort of. Sort of. It's like game theory applied to... Like guessing work. with briefcases and models and Howie Mandel. That's too much work. I feel like it's hard to say the price is right because the price is right is so dependent on what sort Just of mini game you get. Uh, but there are certain mini games for so the price is right where I got this. <laughs> this should be all right on Wheel of Fortune. 
No, I would do better on Jeopardy than Wheel of Fortune. Depends though. You could get a cold run on categories. I'm good on Jeopardy. Everything. You guys are mad. I'm really smart. good. I'm really good on Jeopardy in like categories, but there'll be times where I'll totally blank on something and get no points. All right. Uh, question number three: What per- what profession besides your own would you like to have? Professional volleyball player. That's a pretty good. One. Really, I didn't know you were so pro volleyball. Yeah, I played it all through high school. See, I'm learning things every day. Yeah. <laughs> like to be a, a venture capitalist and be independently wealthy. <laughs> I would like to be Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. I, like so I would like you to be Dwayne the Rock Johnson too. I'm sure you would. <laughs> it would be hilarious um, if you woke up tomorrow and you were the rock. <laughs> and awesome. uh, and last but not least, I would be moving. Uh, I would be moving. <laughs> it is your birthday. Uh, whoever makes your birthday dessert calls you and said, "Hey, what do you want for your birthday to eat?" What do you tell them? Cheese. Like a cheesecake. Like I just want a mountain of bacon cheddar fries. Actually, I want a mountain of Aussie fries with extra cheese, extra bacon, with the ranch coming out like a volcano down the side of the mountain. Kevin, eat that. Beat it. Beat it. Beat you. He's um, gonna be like red velvet. No, red velvet's all right though. Red velvet's it's uh, stormed up. That's I don't really. Favorite. I don't like dessert that much. I would say um, some really good brownies that we can stretch out <laughs> over a couple of days would just be fine. They'd yeah. be nice. Uh, I stand behind my take. Cake is bullshit. Pie is where it's at. One hundred percent. Cherry pie. One hundred percent. All day long. I love cake. Um, Yeah, I think that's good. So yeah, any of those questions you like? None. All of them. I like. I like the cynical scale. I might keep that one in there. Yeah, it's. I'm curious about that one. That's fine. All right, guys. You thought that we were going right to the exit interview, but we're not. I do have a few quick history lessons to hit Mara with before we. Come on. Same. This is a special uh, day. Sam, what, what, what are you doing? On this day, <laughs> on this day in 1542, Catherine Howard, the fifth wife of Henry VIII, was Who beheaded for adultery. Who are these people? <laughs> oh. 19- she didn't deserve it. Right, she didn't. Uh, 1949, uh, it is an Ecuador story. Uh, a mob riots and burns down a radio station following an audio taping of H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds. Tight, love of man. The world is rife for some of that stuff to like happen again. Yeah, right? People are ready for it People now. are coming back to just, yeah. Oh, man. There's like Pizzagate of that era. That was, oh no, that's what I'm saying. Uh, and then on this day in two thousand and one, uh, the movie Hidden Tiger, uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was nominated for ten Academy Awards. It's that's dope. weird. It's yeah, no, did you ever see it? No, that's it's why. so good. Go see it. Was it that good? They're yeah, not it wrong, was. Man. I thought that was weird because the Oscars are coming up, and I again, as usual, have not watched any Oscar movies, and I I'd like to. I just didn't watch any of them, so I feel totally out of the loop. But. Uh, that seems like a lot for a kung fu movie. Oh my god, you just Because it's more than a kung fu movie. There is yeah. kung fu in the movie, but it's not a kung fu movie. This isn't like Enter the 36 Chamber. It's like That's some a shame. old VHS. Like, Have you ever seen Kung Fu Hustle? Wu-Tang flavor. No. If you've never seen Kung Fu Hustle, go watch it. Um, I actually, there's only a few kung fu movies I'm really into. It's most of the Bruce Lee ones, but there's one called Way of the Dragon, which uh, is a comedy kung fu. Uh, That's what kung fu it's, hustle is. It's really good. Yeah. It starts off with Bruce Lee eating seven... Uh, bowls of soup because he's in a different country and doesn't know how to read the menus uh, and then he just asks where the toilet is like seven times <laughs> it's really it's high comedy it sounds like um, that kind of movie alright so uh, Mara you are leaving us I guess I you're heading to Florida yeah to start your new life yeah but we you know we love you as friends yeah. we're, we're we're big fans of you but we're also technically 
your employers. Oh, God. So, uh, what we have here for you to fill out. Am uh, I getting drug tested? No, you're not getting drug tested. Thank God for you. Uh, (laughs) We're not getting drug tested, but we are conducting a very professional Uticast exit interview. Oh, my God. It's all typed out, guys. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. So, we've come up with some questions here. You came home with this sheet. I came home with this. (laughs) All right. Uh, (laughs) All right. So, uh, Kev, do you want to take this first one here? Oh, my God. It's so extensive. How... Awesome. What do you want? I'm reading the, the first Just, question. Yeah, read the first one and then cross it off. Ah, you cross it off. Huh, what caused you to start looking for a new job in the first place? Um, I try and look for a new job every year. Mm. And I hate my old job. Sorry, mm. <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to hit these two real quick. Uh, why have you decided to leave the company, Mara? This company? Yes, this company. Because you guys smell and you don't treat me well, and you guys definitely don't give me really good pickle treats every mm-hmm. time I come over. I see. <laughs> I see. It's a very strong take. Just as I predicted. Uh-huh. So many pickle uh, treats. And, ha- and have you shared your concerns with anyone in the company prior to deciding to leave, and what was their response? <laughs> I told you guys. I took First off, I took them out to dinner mm-hmm. to That's give right, them the course. bad yes. news. Yes, it's very true. We went yes, to bite, and it was yummy. Mm-hmm. I see. Very good. Very good. What's up? What's happening? Mm-hmm. What do you value about the company? Oh my! <laughs> um, I value that again. There's always pickled treats. Yes, it's very I true. I value that I'm always fed. Um, uh, uh, you guys always tell me how nice I am. Um, you guys always offer me a drink. That's no, true. I'm I'm making half of the shit up. They don't take care of me. At all. Well, what do you dislike about the company? Nothing. Mm. This is my favorite thing about Utica. Strong answer. Very strong answer. I feel like that'll go well into your next line of questioning. Kat, you want to take this one? <laughs> yeah, let me see. <laughs> he hates <it> so much. <laughs> the quality of supervision is important to most people at work. How was your relationship with your manager? <laughs> Which one? Sam, are you my manager? (laughs) Um, good. I'm pretty sure the quote is she's ravishing, if I do remember. Yes, that's true. I did refer to you as ravishing. Uh, What could your supervisor do besides uh, leaning away from sexually harassing quotes like that in the future? (laughs) What could your supervisor do to improve his or her management style and skill? Um, maybe provide more cheese Mm. each each time I work. Uh, That's about it. Honestly, it's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> can you do that one? This is, I feel like they're going to get worse. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> do you feel that you had the resources and support necessary to accomplish your job? If not, pray tell what was missing. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I think I had m- more than enough resources to do my job well. Get Sam some resource. <laughs> more questions in here than I thought there were. Uh, <laughs> we should, There's this two is, pages this two pages single space type. <laughs> you picked up a stapler today. I oh just a staple. These two pages. Oh my god. Alright, alright, alright. Okay, here we go. I'm trying to be professional here. Oh god. Capital P. As you know here at the Uticast, we try to be an employee-centered company in which employee experience possibly <laughs> Which employees experience positive morales and motivation. What is your experience of employee morale and motivation in the company? Um, uh, pass. I don't know what that means. No one knows what this means. I don't know. This is the same question Provocative. over and it gets over. the people going. Yeah. 
Good quote, by the way. Describe to me, please, your experience of the company, this company's commitment to quality and the service of our customers. Well, we always use the most updated technological equipment. False. Uh, Wrong. Uh, very, um, very high-end location. Wrong, Sam. Lots of windows. Um, True. Lots of booze. So I would say A++. Very good. Uh, Mara, these questions, and I, I will say this, these ones I would like you to take a bit more seriously. Okay, all right. <laughs> no, because this is important for whoever's going to fill your role Okay, sorry, guys, this is for real. Okay. Uh, what are the key qualities and skills we should seek in your replacement, Mara? Oh, well, first off, you need to be mad cute. <clears throat> important. First off, yes. number True. one. Strong. Yes, number strong. two... You gotta smell good. Mm-hmm. Also important. Number three, brush your teeth before you come over every time. Yes. Um, number four, uh, don't be uh, don't be afraid to get a little stupid. You know what I mean? You gotta gotta, it's gotta chill out. You gotta relax. You gotta you gotta be comfortable. <laughs> These guys don't bite a lot. You know, just you know, once or twice they get really hungry, and if you don't bring booze over, they get a little mad. And lo, we've entered the abyss. <laughs> what? What? Which one? The top one. It's two pages, guys. Do you have any recommendations? Oh, I got some recommendations about this one. <laughs> oh, Do you have any recommendations regarding our compensation, benefits, or other reward and recognition efforts? <laughs> Wait. I swear to God, if you gave her any money. <laughs> uh, well, you guys gave me pickled treats. I don't know mm. what mm-hmm. else could Strong I ask for. Yeah, yeah I think it was really uh, good. Would you recommend this company as a good place to work for your friends and family? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. This is the best place I have ever worked in and my it, entire life. And most importantly, would you consider working for this company again in the future? Um, I will be working for this company again in the future. Whether you like it or not, mm, mm. I know where you live. Very strong, very strong. Excellent. Thank you for going through our exit interview process. You're welcome. Uh, we like to end the interview meeting on a positive note. Uh, so we're going to commit to using the information provided to improve our workplace. Uh, we wish you great success in your new endeavor. And to end this interview uh, graciously, we have uh, found a token to give to you here. Oh my God, I got a gift. Yes, yes. Oh my God. Oh my God, it's under the table. It's been under yes, my feet no, the whole time. Oh! <laughs> No, it is not cheese. Uh, oh it my is... god, it's an eagle! Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, uh, yes. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll take a picture with you. For those folks who cannot see it because this is the radio, oh my uh, god. what we have here is the majestic head of the symbol of our country, the bald eagle. Uh, portrayed. What you think of me? No, portrayed majestically on the uh, the rocks that represent our great American country. Uh, this eagle represents your inner beauty and your ability to fly high and solo free into your own bright future. If you guys don't remember, one time they asked me what my biggest fears were. One of them were birds. <laughs> and they chose a goddamn bird to represent me. The biggest, scariest angriest bird it's, it's a in the animal bird. kingdom. I'll have to take a photo. When you look at it from straight on, the eyes are a little bit crossed, so it makes it much less intimidating. Yeah, he looks a little dopey. <laughs> <laughs> I love how half of his neck is missing. Yes, it's almost like they removed his body and Hold left him. Hold off something him. larger. Yeah. Wow. Uh, wow. This is incredible. So, and that's it. Mar, our exit interview is completed. Damn. Uh, no, seriously, though, you've been a great addition to the show. We will miss you. We will miss your candor, your good times, your personality. And my smells. And your smells and your uh, ability to eat all of our cheese and pickled snacks. Uh, no, we do really wish you the best of luck going forward. We're very proud of you. We're very happy for you. I love you guys. Nothing but good stuff going forward. Kevin? Thanks. Uh, you were certainly here many weeks in a row. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 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 <laugh
Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to give the full Ron Swanson goodbye. You were here many weeks in a row, and now you will not be here. All right, don't get too emotional. You're embarrassing yourself. All right, all right. I'll cry later. I'll cry later. Uh, folks, you can still follow Mara on Twitter at Mario Oli- uh, Mara Olivia. Mario with- Olivia. Mar- Mario <laughs> Olivia. At Mara Olivia with two A's. Uh, follow me and Kevin uh, at SFDoom at underscore Kevin Sullivan. Uh, follow the show at Uticast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud. We are on Facebook. Send us an email at Uticast at gmail.com or check out the website and all of our back episodes at Uticast.com. Mara we're gonna cry now. This oh is not, no! <laughs> We're gonna cry is, together. Is that isn't that eagle horrifying? It's so scary. It's so terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, guys, this is the most. <laughs>